It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We're fixing to have us a good day. Welcome on into the Locked On Auburn Podcast, your daily Auburn Tigers podcast presented by our friends at Fetch Me. Delivery, use promo code FETCHME20 for your first delivery free in the free Fetch Me app. In just a moment, we will get things going, continuing our conversation from Friday as Michael Pappas and I go through our list, the top 10 players that have a chance to break out in 2020, of course, for Auburn football. If you did not listen to Friday's show, go check it out. It's the same title, just has part one next to it. It came out on Friday. And uh, that, that's us going through 10 through 6, and we'll do 5 through 1 on each of our lists today. Um, quick shout-out, or a quick nod, Auburn Football's Pro Day will be on March 6th, so Combine stuff heats up towards the end of this week. We've got several Auburn guys involved with that. Talked about that yesterday as far as Gus Malzahn continuing to develop guys, and a lot of response from a, a lot of you guys in regards to Gus Malzahn and development. So I'm going to go through that on tomorrow's show. And we also have a special guest scheduled to come in later this week. We're excited about that. But yeah, quick schedule for the Pro Day on March 6th. They will um, weigh in and do measurements at 9, at 9.15, bench press, flexibility test, and vertical jump. And then they will move from the weight room to the indoor practice facility. 9.30, they'll do broad jump. 9.45, the 40-yard dash. At 10.15, agility drills in the 60-yard shuttle. And then at 10.45, they'll do some position workouts. So that'll be fun. That'll be fun to see. Auburn guys getting more and more talented every year under Gus Malzahn. And we'll uh, we'll talk more about that throughout the week and throughout this offseason. But uh, yeah, in just a moment, we will jump back into our conversation that uh, left off uh, on Friday. The top players most likely to break out for Auburn football going into 2020. It's Kubota Orange Day. Shop the year's best selection of Kubota tractors, zero-turn mowers, and utility vehicles, including the number one selling compact tractor in the USA, and now through June 30. Get 0% APR for 84 months, or up to $3,300 off select compact tractors. See the details at KubotaOrangedays.com. Your family, your land, and your livestock deserve equipment they can count on. So find your local dealer today. That's KubotaOrangedays.com. All right, let's move into our top five. Top five, baby. You ready for this? Top five Auburn football players most likely to break out in 2020. You go first. Who is your five? Number five, from Blinn Community College, originally from Houston, Texas. Oh, my gosh. Six foot one inch, 172 pound cornerback, Marco Damio. You can't even be mad about this one. Marco Dom- Domio Damio is going to start at cornerback for Auburn. There's no, I, I don't see a way that he doesn't. It's going to be him and Roger McCreary. And I can't wait to go next. Okay. Because mine is actually the starting corner on the other side. Wow. Okay. <laughs> and he, I, I just think that Marco Domio, Domio, however you say his name, I, I'm is saying it Domio. Domio. Yeah. I mean, I think he's he's a big-bodied guy. He's very athletic. He has experience from his time at Blinn playing in junior college. I think he's got every chance to be a breakout star for this, this Auburn defense. Just so happens. I think he's the fourth corner on this team in 2020. 
You can still break Seriously. out from that role. That's what Roger McCreary did last year. Seriously. I do. Yeah. Yeah, because McCreary was Yeah, McCreary was the fourth guy. I mean, he was behind mm-hmm. Noah and Javaris and Tut. So yeah, and he would have been after that. So I guess if you consider Tut a corner and I not, do. I could okay. I consider Nichols corners. Um I don't know. Maybe that's because I watch more NFL than college, but that that's just kind of my, my gut feeling with it. Yeah, I mean, this year, my, my number five guy is uh, is Nehemiah Pritchett. He was Noah's backup a year ago, and he's primed to be that starter this year. So I, I think you got McCreary, Pritchard. Pritchett is a true sophomore, right? Yes. Rising to, a, to be a true sophomore. Yeah. He's played in the defense for a full year. Kevin Steele knows what he's looking for. I, I, I just... I think they're ready for him to step up. I've heard a lot of really good things uh, around the program about him. Um, so I, I think it's those two guys, Tut, and then I think it's Damio. Okay, so we were going for the same thing here. It's just who, who's going to be the who's other Who's going to be the guy, yeah. Yeah, yeah. and I think it's Pritchett, and you think it's Damio, and that's fine. It's probably going to be one of them. And whoever's the other one is going to be the probably the number four guy, the first guy in uh, the sub-in in a, in a nickel situation. And that's yeah. fine. I don't think we're far off there. I don't. Okay, good. We're on the same page. Damio is not on my list at all. Uh, I assume Pritchett is not on yours. That is correct. Okay. Okay. Although I don't uh, like. I think he was a good choice, and I feel once like, again we're going for the same yeah. thing. That's fine. Cool. It's weird that we both had them at number five. It is weird. It's like we're, it's like we're boys or something. Just guys being dudes. Just you know? guys being dudes. All right, number four. I'll go first this time. Number four. I have defensive tackle. Connus Miller, I've talked about him, you know, the past few weeks. Talking about he's he's my guy. He is my guy going forward. I think he is going to take a huge step forward in replacing some of the the guys that Auburn is losing up front. A lot of talk on Tyron Truesdale. I know you're super high on Truesdale. I think your starting guys are Derek Hall and Big Cat on the ends. You can put one at the end. You can put one at Buck. I don't care which one. And then I think you got Truesdale and Miller inside. And then I think you've got some Juco guys that will come off and, and be a part of the rotation. Zakevius Walker is going to play some next year as well. But, yeah, to me, to me, I think Connus Miller is going to be the guy that steps up. And you look at that guy and he's like, oh, he's a starter. And Auburn's defense is better when he's on the field. I do not have him on my list, but I do have Truesdale for all the same reasons that you just said. So I think that this is kind of the same situation where well, Trus- he- Truesdale is not on my list because I think he like he's already a starter and like I I think he's already solid and so I, I think this is more about who's stepping up. I mean, next to Truesdale, you had Bo Nix and Seth Williams on your thing though, and those guys are both so- solid starters. That's true. I think they're going to take bigger steps this year than Truesdale will. Okay, that, that, have- that, that's why they're on my list, and he's not. So I have Truesdale because I think he is going to turn into the stalwart of the defense, but we're not even there yet. The what of the defense? Stop it. Okay. Uh, my number four, from Magnolia, Texas, Magnolia High School, number 99, Spencer, the Swiss Army, Nye. I think he's going to have a breakout year. For who? Just in life, man. Just in life. <laughs> For us. I didn't realize he was from Texas. I'm going to be honest with you. I didn't either. And that's what started the whole thing for me. <laughs> Coming up, he, he's going to be uh, he's going to be a friend of the program very soon, the Swiss Army Knife. And that's how he's going to break out in life. <laughs> he's going to accept his Lopa sometime this week, whatever. 
I feel like I took this really seriously and you didn't. That's that's what I feel like right now. Because <laughs> I picked all seven Texas guys. <laughs> Are the other three from Texas? I thought you said Derek Brown was on this list. There are only seven guys from Texas on the team, so I had to find three other players. I have a real list also, if you'd like it. Why haven't you been using the real list? Because I wanted I wanted to see how angry you got if I picked all seven Texas guys. I just feel bad at pe- for people listening. That's Dude, all. Oh, come on. Someone's laughing right now. They're just waiting for me to go because my list is serious. Once again, okay, like, like last on. time, like last time, please tweet at us whose list is better. I'm at Z Blackerby on Twitter. Michael is at Couch Potato on Twitter. You can tweet at the show at Locked On Auburn. It's Kubota Orange Day. Shop the year's best selection of Kubota tractors, zero-turn mowers, and utility vehicles, including the number one selling compact tractor in the USA. And now through June 30, get zero percent APR for 84 months or up to $3,300 off select compact tractors. See the details at KubotaOrangedays.com. Your family, your land, and your livestock deserve equipment they can count on. So find your local dealer today. That's KubotaOrangedays.com. Four of, wait, yeah, one, two, three, four, five, six. Six of the guys on my list are real picks. Okay. I'm going to go number three. You ready? Yeah. Or is it your turn to go three? It's your turn to go first this time. Okay. Are you sure you don't want to go first? Well, we're out of Texas players, so who's your number three? Uh, My number three is Auburn 2020. Wait, Auburn football's 2020 backup quarterback, Sawyer Payton. All right. My number three is Christian (laughs) Tut. We've already talked about Christian Tut a little bit uh, in our conversation. I think he steps up uh, at the nickel. He he got burned a lot in big games last year, and, and I think I think he kind of fixes the the punt return situation as far as him muffing on. Uh, I think he lost two punt returns a year ago. I think he gets more explosive in the return game, and I think he gets more explosive um, as far as in coverage and giving up that big play. So. I think Christian Tut takes a big step forward, especially because he's going to be one of the big leaders in the backfield. So the defensive backfield, rather. So I'm uh, I'm all in on Christian Tut this year. He didn't like my Sawyer Pate pick. I'm not even going to acknowledge it. Why? It's ridiculous. All right, make your argument. Why is he the number three breakout player for Auburn football in 2020? Uh, because he's going to break out from walk on to Auburn football 2020 backup quarterback. Who else is it going to be? Uh, one of the guys on scholarship, either Court Sandberg or Chael Garnett. That, that is who it will be. One of the scholarship guys. Uh, yeah. I know that's crazy to think about. I, I mean, okay. All right. My number two is DJ Williams. I think he's going to win the starting running back job. I think he will have a solid chance to lead the SEC in rushing in 2020. And I think Auburn's running game gets significantly better, one, because it will be DJ in the backfield and not Booby Whitlow, and two, I think the Auburn offensive line will be better than it was a year ago. Had a lot of experience returning last year, but it wasn't necessarily good experience. I think the fresh start up front with Coach Bicknell Jr. coming in with a fresh slate of all these guys, I think it's going to be a solid, solid opportunity for Auburn's running game, and I think DJ Williams will be a big part of it. Number two on my list is Tyron Truesdale. That's fine. Uh, that, that, that's good. You're with it now. You're with it. 
Okay. Uh, number two on my <laughs> list is Tyron Truesdale. Uh, I think he's primed to go from solid role player to, you know, a huge drain plug in the middle of the defense, just like the human plug. I didn't like that. Okay. I, I didn't like that at all. All right. We'll try again later. Uh, this is a family show, man. You can't just say stuff like that. There's nothing wrong with being called the human plug. I mean, if you just like, never mind. Um, the, I, I think he's going to be able to be just a, a massive space eater on the offensive line, a, a great run stopper, and a guy who can, you know, force the offensive line back into the quarterback's lap. Uh, so, I, so what? What is his upside? So, for him to break out, does, does he have to play like he's Montrevious Adams? He's not going to be Derek Brown. Like, how good can he be? If he's number two on all your as far as your mm-hmm. list to break out, like what is his ceiling? Uh, for me, I guess his ceiling is, let's say Derek Brown is a ten and Montrevious Adams is a seven, and Nick Fairley is like a nine point five. Okay, I think he could be an eight. You think he could be better than Adams? I I think he's I think he has potential to be. Whoa. And and he might be more of a one-dimensional run stopping uh defensive tackle than I think he is. Okay. I I'm very welcome to um open to that. I'm I think his ceiling is best player on the defense. Wow. Which might I mean I might think on the whole two, defense or the defensive line. I think the whole defense. That is crazy. Is it really that ridiculous? Yes. Yes, it I, is. I mean, who who can you say is... Owen Papo, K.J. Britt, Zacoby McClain, Roger McCreary, Big Cat Bryant. So you think, we'll say... I think I think when he's healthy, um, oh my gosh, I just blanked on his name. Juco guy, he's a defensive tack. Oh my gosh, keep talking. I'm, I, gotta, I gotta pull up the roster. So the guy... So you think it... Game six next season, there's no chance that we could sit here and be like, Tyron Truesdale has been the best player on the defense through six games. Uh, I don't think that is a chance. Now, I don't want, I, I want to preface like, I think he's going to be good, but to say he's the best player on the defense at any point this year, I, that's just, I don't think that's going to happen. Okay. I respect your opinion. That's so nice of you. I think that this is. I think that this defense is so devoid of a star presence going into, or so, yeah, so, yeah. It's lacking a star presence going into this football season, and I think that Truesdale has just as good of a chance, based on what we saw from him last year, to step up into that role. I think when he's healthy, Daquan Newkirk is better than Truesdale. Really? Now, big question is, can he stay healthy? But I think he has the best first step on the whole defensive line of guys coming back next year. But once again, it's like if he can keep his legs healthy, that's a big if because we hadn't seen it yet. And um, they brought in um, like the number one JUCO defensive lineman, also, right? Yeah, yeah, um, they did. So I mean, we'll we'll see how that plays into it. But I, I like Tyron Truesdale, but like I don't think the defense is going to be like like that dude is not Derek Brown. I don't think he's Mon Adams. We'll see. I, I hope I'm wrong. I'm pulling for the guy. I like him. And the fact that he's developed so much as the recruit that he was, I mean, he, he's a three-star guy. And Rodney Garner's turned him into a, an SEC starting defensive tackle in, in not a lot of time. So we'll see. We'll see if he's able to do that. 
you're just a little higher on them than I am, and that's okay. Maybe I'm maybe I'm am overestimating his abilities. All right, give me uh, give me your number one. My number one is Bonix. Um, I think that he. I think he's got every chance in the world to break out from um, an average starter in the SEC to being the best quarterback in the conference under um, Chad Morris. You think he was an average SEC quarterback last year? Yeah, he had his good games, had his bad games. Okay. I mean, do you think he was above average or below average? I think he was a little above. Okay. I think it's a little, but I mean, we're arguing about two or three spots here, yeah. so I, I'm fine with it. But yeah, yeah, I'm, you know, the the first part of the conversation, I had him at number ten, and you know, I was listening to all the stats, and it's like, well, you know, if he throws for three thousand, or you know, if he can somehow get to thirty five hundred yards, it's like he's gonna he's gonna pass, you know, he's gonna be relevant in some Auburn record record mm-hmm. books. So I, I have no issue with you putting him at number one. I I, I really don't because. And with the coaching and with the skill players and with the, I mean, all of these factors kind there, of. There's a lot of th- good things lining up. Yeah. The big question is favor. offensive line, right? Yeah. And, you know, we're assuming it's going to be better. And even if it's the same, it's like there's still going to be a step forward because all these other things. Yeah, I, I'm cool with that. And you and I were kind of chit-chatting about, you know, who's the, who's the favorite to be SEC Offensive Player of the Year next year going into it. And you got some guys on Alabama that you got to look at, but as far as quarterbacks go in the SEC, if a quarterback wins it, like it's probably going to be Bo Nix. Yeah, I've thought about this a couple times, and that's why I brought it up to you. I think that was the day that it kind of occurred to me. But I said I somebody. Like, who, and it, Najee Harris. Najee Harris, that's what I said, yeah. I, so my original question to Zach was, right now, if I asked you who's the favorite to win SEC Offensive Player of the Year, you know, in 2020, who would you say? And, you know, Zach did exactly what I did. He just kind of stood there for a minute uh, and thought. And I asked Bill Cameron this also, and the first name he said was Kellen Mond, which was the first name that came to mind for me. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the obvious argument against Kellen Mond is, well, he's just not that good. I mean, we've seen him now for play for three years. And well, he's, he's, just, being, he's being forced to play a style that is not his strength, to his credit. Correct. And, and then the, I guess the second answer is Jamie Newman at Georgia. But Jake Fromm is talked about as a first or second round pick right now. And he didn't really put up great numbers at Georgia in any particular season. Yeah, Fromm won a lot, but he was not a big stat guy. Yeah, yeah. And, and that's how you win player of the year is right. stats. and. Uh, I mean, depending on who, if Emory Jones plays at Florida, I think he's got a chance to do it. He's got a lot of upside um, with Mullen, absolutely. I, if you, but the only returning, I mean, the only returning SEC starters are Mond and Nix. Mm-hmm. Uh, you could argue Najee Harris at Alabama. I'll cede that to you. Najee Harris was a great answer I hadn't thought about. Yeah, he's an incredible football player. My thought was Jalen Waddle or Devontae Smith. Mm-hmm. But I think their quarterback would win it before they would. Yeah, unless, it's gonna be tough for a receiver to win it unless Jalen Waddle um, is incredible at kick and punt returning. Which then I feel like he would win. Is there a special teams player of the year? Yeah. So I mean, yeah. So as weird as it is to, as it is to say, I feel like by default, Bo Nix is the favorite to win SEC Player of the Year. All right, I'm gonna give you my number one offensive player of the year. I'm gonna give you my number one. You're my number one. Stop it. Big Cat Bryant. 
Going with Big Cat Bryant. I think he's going to lead the team in sacks this year. And Michael, may I make a bold prediction? Yeah. I think he's got a chance to lead the SEC in sacks this year. Wow. I think he's going to be. Uh, I think he's going to be tremendous off the edge. I think he could do. Uh, I think he could do good work with his hand on the ground as well as standing up. Whatever he needs to do, I think that's going to give him more reps and more snaps on the field on, on Rodney Garner's defensive line and Kevin Steele's defense. So I've uh, I've been very big on Big Cat Bryant so far this offseason, and I will continue to do so moving forward. Yeah, I think he is uh, the the most likely to break out in 2020 for the Auburn Tigers. This was fun. He was number five on my your real list, my serious list that I decided to not go with in, at a moment's notice. I'm glad. I'm glad you did that. I'm glad you did that. Where can people find you and hear you? Follow me on Twitter at Couch Potato. Watch me Free Money Friday every day, 3 p.m. every day on ESPN 1067's Twitter account. Let's go. I'm on Twitter at Z Blackerby. The show's on Twitter at Locked On Auburn. This has been another edition of the Locked On Auburn podcast. The Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. The NCAA tournament is almost here, and listening to Locked On College Basketball will give you the edge you need to dominate your bracket. So don't wait. Find Locked On College Basketball on YouTube or wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.